my X-rated savage ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another awesome episode of the Summertime X-rated Experience Podcast, where we are all summer pretty much until we take our fall break, as I like to call it. <laughs> we are here. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, we gotta move that. Steve, uh, Steve. I, I am so sorry, Sam. I'm sorry. Well, we all know who I am. I am the Savage God. I am the one, the way your son don't need a gun to get respect up on the street. Under the sun, the bastard son will pop the clock to feed himself and family. All right, along, of course, of course, of course. Savage Chris is in uh is on the show. She's on remote locate again. So you know what that means. She probably won't make it to this episode. Hey man, I'm starting to think that she's think she's bigger than us. Nah, I'm just joking. Nah, she's she she deserves it. Oh, hit my knee. She deserves it, man. Hey man, it was her birthday month. I'm just happy she's having fun. Uh, I'm happy. I'm having a great fucking time. I'm happy Sam is being awesome as awesome can be. He's a sucky boyfriend. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> Sam is a sucky boyfriend. I'm gonna tell y'all that shit. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you. He like on a scale of one to ten, with ten being the best and one being the worst. Sam is probably. Six? I don't know. Probably because he's young and stupid. Um, <laughs> no, uh, hey, uh, but today, before we get to what today's episode is about, I uh, just um, want to say uh, for all of our queens out there, this is not just going for uh, my race, this is uh, going for uh, every. Every woman, no matter what race or creed you are, um, that knows and understands that your body is yours and you can make that choice. And it's kind of sad that we had to move backwards where, um, you know, fucking politics, uh, just, man, wow. Politics and Bible thumpers, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even say that because... Uh, most of the women who seek out these, and we all know what I'm talking about. We're talking about uh, the Roe versus Wade thing. So I'm not even going to duck behind it. And uh, I felt like I should have been said something. But as a father of daughters myself, this puts me in fear for their futures to make their own decisions. Because life can throw a lot of shit at you. And I mean, just to be honest, and I know I want to be there protected and protected from everything. But I can't. I can't do that. I can't be everywhere 24-7. I wish I could, but I can't. So, um, that, with that being said, because, hey, like, eh, but anyway, with that being said, I stand with you, women. I will stand with you. I will fight for you. I will do what it takes. Uh, like, it, it's, it's, it's not, it, this shit isn't right. This shit is not right. Their bodies, their choice. I have never asked somebody to get rid of anything. I said, hey, I always made sure I say it was your choice. Except for, you're not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Um, shit, again. Uh, I'm standing with you, ladies. Like, for real. Um, 
uh, I'm seeing what I can do now. I honestly, I'm seeing what we can do, honestly, here at the X-Rated Experience Podcast. So, yeah. Uh, now that that's out the way, the serious stuff. Well, it's, it's all pretty serious because uh, I know we all have heard of the Broco. The uh, like I said, bro code, girl code. This is a universal rule for both parties. <laughs> okay, this rule should be is universal for both parties here, uh, and that and that is <laughs> and that is you don't date your homegirls or your bros ex. Period. You do not date the ex partner. Now, if you are attracted to your bros or ch- or, or homegirls ex partner, you shall not make a pass without taking his or hers permission. Now, if he or she wants you to stay away from her, you shall uh, shall abide by his or her request. Period. Cause uh now if you wasn't and just because you know me that doesn't make you my homie now because I done uh yeah slipped up and uh, had sex with a, a lot of associates not even my homies associates girlfriends baby mothers sisters whatever uh and like like I said just because you know my name don't if you wasn't with me if you didn't come up with me uh through free lunch and all like it, it, it's a lot like. The people that's been in my life been in my life since I stood yay tall. So my circle is small. So you're not you're not my homie. You're just an associate. And so I say if if I declare it, then it's real. Then it's real. Cause if not, then you just pretty much you're gonna look like He's a fucking dickhead. So is that what you want? You want that's what you want? You wanna look like a dickhead? Cause I can make you look well actually. Let me rephrase that. The old PA could make you look like a dickhead. I'm not, I don't care about your girl. You can keep your girl. I don't, fuck. Like, I am, I trust me, I am, I am more than okay. <laughs> I am more than fucking okay. Keep your girl. I don't want you or your gonorrhea. Anyway, you don't do that. Would you ask yourself this question? This is not, this is the question of the episode, but would you, could you, should you sleep? And we're not talking about an ex who is, well, it doesn't have to be. We are still talking about the exes who are currently in the relationship with your friend, but the exes who aren't in a, aren't in a relationship. They like your friend used to consider them wifey, hubby, close love, soulmates, Cheech and Chong, whatever the fuck they used to relate to each other. Yeah, like you know it was real. So I mean, if you have an attraction, like they said, you know, don't make a pass until your homie say something. Just point blank, period. But, but, but so, like, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know. Now, it was a time where me and uh, I caught like this is still my brother to this day. He pretty much sired me anybody knows what sired means he like he was the vamp he was like a vampire and then he bit me so that made him my sire pretty much like true blood (laughs) or angel or buffy whatever but he the one pretty much showed me how to cut feelings off when feelings need to be cut off because every every woman is in gold and 
every pussy isn't great, if that makes sense. Um, so it's you know he broke up with a girl. He when I say he had a woman every day for like a different chick every day, seven days straight. You know I think I beat this record twenty times over, but that's the old me. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> So he would go through these chicks. And it was this one chick. I remember me, I'm just, I'm cool. I'm still, you know, fat pee-pee. <laughs> you know, chilling, still a little shy hearing it. Like, I'm a little shy, but not totally shy. But I'm still learning. I'm still observing. I'm still, I'm a, even to this day, especially now, I'm glad this, that this works in my favor. I'm a very observant, very, very observant savage. This is how I'm becoming wise in my journey. I see and hear and listen and watch mannerisms, mechanisms, all that. Like, I take everything into account to, like, everything. Um, so he stopped dealing with this chick that lived down the, you know, like, she lived down the, downstairs from him, I think. Um, <clears throat> and he, uh, you know, he's like, look, he came to me, like, you know, came to his brother. You trust me. Um, he came to me like, hey, look, man, I need you to look out for, you know, beep. I ain't going to say her name. Uh, I need you to look out for beep. You know, I broke up with her. Uh, you know, he, he he entrusted me to make sure she was good after the breakup. Because I guess, I don't know, maybe he thought like she was going to like, you know, kill herself. Or something. I don't fucking know what he thought. He probably did. He thought that highly of himself. So. Uh, so, all right, just start talking to her, text, this is when we, the flip phones was a thing, uh, I had, what, I had Sprint, I think, we all had Sprint, actually, uh, so, you know, a lot of texting, you know, you, you just have to pay for that shit, but a lot of texting, a lot of talking on the phone, then we just set a, a, a date to go to the movies, but it was gonna be like a little day date, and, you know, it wasn't nothing serious. Like I didn't, I didn't expect sex to happen. I'm sure she didn't expect sex to happen. But when people got a connection and chemistry, it, it's just, it just is the way it is. Now, here's, so here's how I feel. I feel if me and Beep would have just had sex and went our separate ways, uh, then my bro would not have been as in his feelings as he was. Cause he wanted to fight me like, and it wasn't even, it was passive aggressiveness there. I'm like, look, I ain't going to fight. I'm not about to fight this man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just some people you just don't. And it's not no, no, it's not no scared thing. It's off a respect thing because just like to this day, well now, well, I did become violent, but then I became nonviolent again. Now I'm nonviolent, but, uh, I always like, no, right now. I don't, I only fight to defend now. <laughs> Trust me, again, I am in the gym constantly. I do a lot of mixed martial arts and fucking MMA. Like, I will fucking destroy, I will kill you. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? So I try my best to avoid a fight these days because I know what I can do. You feel me? So, so even so back then, it was the same thing. I, I, I'm, I'm, I was still a six-time little jujitsu little dude. You know what I'm saying? Six times won that tournament. So it's it's one of those things where I'm like, 
bro, like, go ahead. Like, just, you know. But his revenge, or like, I, it just it caused a rift that I feel like never was fully prepared. Uh, but, um, and then, you know, to get his revenge, he tried to have sex with a chick I dated in high school when I was like in 10th grade or 11th grade. But nothing ever, and but I'm in my twenties now. Like that doesn't count as revenge. When okay, but <laughs> but you know, long story short, you know, I still had fun with her. Like it, it was it was uh, a, a time. But this is why I feel, and I knew after that, just try to stay away from your friend's girl as much as you can because you don't need that shit in your life. This is why I couldn't be friends with my coworker no more. <laughs> Because his man is his his baby mother is fucking drop dead gorgeous, drop dead fucking gorgeous, and it and then she like I met her. She's from my area, and he told me to drive like drive her to Spencer. It was a you felt it. You felt it between us, and I'm like. This is so. I'll try my best not to hit. Like I've never tried so. Oh shit! I never tried so hard not to hit on somebody in my fucking life. Like that shit was crazy. I've never tried so hard not to hit on somebody in my fucking life. I tried not to look her in the eyes because she had the dreamiest eyes. But we end up exchanging snaps, and she used to hit me up, and like I tried to like just ignore it, not ignore it, but I don't know. It's I avoided it. I I tried I avoided it. I I did complete avoid it, but every day I kind of regret it, kind of don't. Um, yeah. So on this show, we're gonna have two stories. Uh, two. I'd say two because this isn't like a confessions uh deal, and this isn't one of those things where I can. It's it's drama. Well, technically it is drama, but these stories is like two of the cream of the crop. So we're gonna go ahead, Sam. You know what to do, buddy. And for the first story, go. So it was New Year's Eve, and some friends of mine celebrated at my friend's house. There were three girls and three guys. My girlfriend, my best friend's girlfriend, and our other friend's girlfriend. We were all a bit tipsy, and my girlfriend went home at about 3 a.m. We all played some drinking games, and the majority of them fell asleep. My friend's girlfriend, and I were the only ones awake. She is slim, has glasses, brunette, long, straight hair, short girl, big ass, small boobs, and great fucking lips. We were on the couch talking. She was next to her boyfriend, who was sleeping, and I was next to the two other friends who were sleeping. We were getting bored, but didn't want to wake him up. She said let's go to his room to play some video games. We played some games, and after about an hour we were getting exhausted. We laid in his bed, and she said good night. I said good night and accidentally said my girlfriend's name. She laughed and put her hand on my chest while laughing. I said that I was sorry, and it was an accident. She said never mind and rubbed my face. I was pretty horny at this point because she was so hot, and we were laying in the bed. 
I asked her what she was doing, and she just replied nothing. Then she rubbed my abs, and I didn't know what to do. I just started playing with her hair a little, and she smiled all throughout. She kissed me on the lips, and then bit her lip. It was so hard at that point, and I just grabbed her ass. We then kissed for a while and she put her hand in my pants. I was so shocked at what was happening, and she took off her shirt. It revealed her small tits, and they looked great on her. She then proceeded to suck my dick. She was so good at it, and way better than my girlfriend. She kept eye contact through her glasses while sucking and deep-throating it. I then started face-fucking her, and everything was full of saliva. She sucked me for about three minutes, and I thought I would come. I put her on the bed and took off her jeans, revealing her sexy red-laced thongs. She turned around, and I slapped her ass a little bit. It was so firm and round. I then started to rub her pussy, and she was soaking wet. I removed her thong and I started fingering her. She then stopped me, and said don't do that. You put that raw dick in this slutty pussy. I was shocked to hear that. I listened to her, and put my dick inside her. I fucked her hard until she said that she was coming. She came hard and she put her face in the pillow so she can scream in it. After she came I was literally about to come, and I told her that I'm gonna come. I pulled out my dick, and she puts her mouth on it. I came like two seconds after she put it in her mouth and I came a lot. She swallowed my cum and told me to not tell anyone about that. That same night I saw her kiss my friend. They lasted about two more months and me and my girlfriend lasted four more months. Few years later I told my friend this story, and he said he can't is okay with it because she is a hoe anyways. Alright, and we are back. My X-rated savage ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that story there. Uh, I don't... Okay, so... What, what baffles me is you call one of the guys your best friend and the other guy your other friend. Y'all didn't say you didn't say he was like really elaborate if he was your best friend or not. So it makes me wonder. You, so you would go for your best friend's girl or, you know, accept the bait and not the other dude's girl. So with the other dude's girl, she didn't look that hot or like she wasn't your type or like. I don't get it. Like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, why? I don't... Okay. Yeah, see, I wouldn't do shit like that. Um, it's... Soon as... Because, first of all, you didn't do nothing wrong by accidentally calling her your girlfriend's name. Like, kudos to you for that one. But you... Like, after we finish playing video games, all right, sure, they might go do cartwheels or go over my girl house. Something else other than come in her mouth sounds hot sounds hot though it sounds like a hot story I, I i love the fucking story i love the randomness of it but hey man you know whatever uh yeah <laughs> that's your comment but you told him months later which i guess was good but i don't think he was telling him to come but i like was you telling him to come clean or some shit or like why did you just tell him to rub it in his fucking face you fucking dickhead he's a fucking dickhead exactly sam 
You're a fucking dickhead. If that was your fucking motive. Fucking asshole. How dare you? <laughs> nah. Uh, no. No. Well. Uh, was it? What do you think, Sam? Did I, was I was I was I judging there? Did I? Exactly. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I don't think I did at all. He is a dickhead. <laughs> That's his judgment. Dickhead. Judgment of the dickhead. How many dicks does it take to get to a head that dick? You're a piece of shit. Like a real piece of shit. Like if a piece of shit ate a piece of shit that took a pee and shit, you're that piece of shit. Anyway. <laughs> Like a piece of shit. Like you are a real fucking piece of shit. Like if a piece of shit fucked a piece of shit and gave it an STD, you're that piece of shit. Alright. Anyway. <laughs> that that made me a little 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 disturbed, Samuel. A little disturbed. Cause I don't you know, don't fuck everybody came in their mouth and all that bitch. You ain't tell me shit. Uh why, Sam? Why? Why X Y at the Y? I don't know. All right, all right, man. Let's go ahead and uh, go to break. Let's go to break, and then when we go to then when we then. Now, enjoy another one of Savage God's tips of the day. My savage, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another segment of Savage Gods Tip of the Day. This is where we go over awesome savage tips um, to use in your everyday life, to use on your mental health, whatever the case may be. Uh, this time, as you all know, we are big advocates here on having a healthy mental. So. And on my journey, my spiritual journey this summer, I have seen some things and I have learned some things that blew my fucking mind. I will be able to talk more about that once my journey is complete right now. And I'm just keeping everything to myself uh, of what I'm doing um, uh, because, hey, it's my journey and I'm keeping it this way. Um, so uh, and one of these things on my journey, though, I will tell you this. And this is what is bringing me uh, to share these. Uh, tips with you and these are the six tips here all right these are six tips to know that you are your maturity or maturity whoever saying it uh is growing all right and and this is something i had as a, like a check off list uh and yeah i've been checking these boxes like a motherfucker lately well not lately for a while now uh since i like i said got my head right and Doing everything I'm supposed to do. So, uh, yeah, so um, let's go ahead and get started. Six signs of emotional maturity. Uh, number one, pretty much is, uh, not pretty much, but number one is you replace judgment with curiosity. Uh, yep, there you go. Hey, I've been, see, number one is awesome to me because I've been doing that since I was a fucking kid. So, I was always curious. So, uh so that was that's pretty dope. That was the first thing I checked off there. Uh, number two is you're able to admit when you're wrong. Now, it took me some time to get there, but account my accountability rate is high. I, yeah, 
Yeah, I take responsibility for any wrongdoings. Now, uh, if the person you have wronged or don't, like I say, the person, if it's a, a person that you have wrong involved and they still holding on to it after you apologize, uh, you know, gave some, some form of, uh, you know, hey, offering, uh, you know, some offering to uh, just let them know how sorry you are and they still giving you shit, fuck them. Nine times out of ten, they probably deserve what they got. If they're doing like they're still hurt. Uh, now, like I said, of course, you want to be patient and you want to wait to them for them to get over it, give them time. But don't lose sleep over the shit. You did what you were supposed to do. You said you, you were wrong. You took accountability. Now move the fuck on. Move the fuck on. <laughs> All right. Uh, next is you receive others boundaries as a way to protect your relationship with them and not as a rejection. That was a big one that I had to learn. I'm glad I learned. Uh, now, like I say, a lot of uh, my, not a lot of, the ones that I wanted, the relationships that I wanted to matter, uh, probably still, like, yeah, probably still would have been in them if I would have understood what boundaries were and respected people's boundaries and, and vice versa because I don't really think uh, I feel like 85% of the women I've dealt with didn't understand what the fuck my boundaries was because I, I, I'm not faulting them. It's just because I didn't tell them because I didn't know. Now I know what my boundaries are. Like, so just just understand. Just know what your boundaries are. Know what your uh, friend, partner, whatever, their boundaries are and then keep going. Keep moving forward. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Uh, next is you are jump. I'm mean, sorry. Sorry. You are slow to jump to conclusions. That took a long, 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 long time for me to get. I am still tweaking some things here and there. But now I sit down and I process. Even if I start off mad or whatever happens, if I'm mad right then and there, I stop back up. And see what I could have done better or could have, like, just process things. It's, you know, and if I don't understand something, I'm going to go to the person like, hey, is this what you meant? You know, get it from the horse's mouth. Don't just let them voices in your head just keep blah, 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 blah. Fuck them voices in your head. They are, they are some motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, let's see. You have discernment. I don't even think it's say it like that, but uh, about which of your thoughts and feelings you should share and what to keep private. Now, me, I was an open book, still kind of like an open book, but it's some stuff I do keep private now. Like I said, my journey and my mental, like I never let anyone outside of my circle know what I'm thinking for a good reason. Like literally, literally do not let anybody know what I'm thinking unless they're in my circle unless they're one of the closest they have to be the close one of the closest ones uh in my circle there so it, it, it shows you know it, it works too that way that way nobody can hold anything above your head or just be a fucking asshole trust me uh let's see here uh oh last but not least this is a big one for a lot of you fucking self-centered assholes out there i used to be one of them it's okay i can say it <laughs> uh you can support others without making it about you be genuinely happy for somebody's good fortune blessings whatever 
because guess what yours is probably just around the corner but it got delayed because you feeling spiteful or you feel some type of way that that person got this and that and you're still in the position whatever position you're in you're meant to be there you obviously didn't learn nothing that's why you're still there life has a way of treating you like you're in fucking school meaning before bush did that whole no child left behind bullshit but <laughs> meaning that if you don't learn your lesson in whatever situation life has put you in you'll be back there again and it probably <laughs> becomes worse so think about it think of fucking about it all right so on that note that is the six tips of the day on signs of your emotional maturity. Now let's get back to this awesome, awesome episode of the Summertime X-Rated Experience Podcast. Deuces. Yes, but he was my friend with benefits before he was her boyfriend, and it was her idea. Quick disclaimer, all names are fake. Johnny is a friend of mine who works at the same company as me, but in a different department. We have been having a friends with benefits relationship for about a year and a half at the time. About a year and a half ago, my friend Tiffany went through a breakup, and I invited her over to my apartment. Due to the fact she needed a place to stay. Also no one should be alone at a time like that. So a few days later, we were sitting on my couch eating double fudge ice cream and bitching about her jerky ex-boyfriend. When I got a text from Dave asking if he could come over. My first instinct was to tell him that now wasn't a good time, but then I thought it might actually do Tiffany good. So I asked her if she was up for some rebound sex. Tiffany knew Dave, liked him, and used to tease me all the time about the fact that I was banging him. So she agreed. I texted Dave that I was here with Tiffany, so if he brought us pizza he might be lucky and get both of us winking face. Dave wasted no time, within a half an hour he was at the door with two large pies, and the biggest silliest grin I've ever seen. We spent the afternoon together, and then the night, and the next morning, and I realized Dave and Tiffany were really hitting it off. I started thinking that they might actually make a great couple. So I started making it a point to get out of the way. I started arranging opportunities for them to hang out behind the scenes without either of them realizing I was trying to push them together, and sure enough after a few weeks they went exclusive, to my great delight. The only tinge of disappointment I had was that I would lose my benefits with Dave, but I was so happy for them to be together that it was completely worth it. Imagine my surprise when Tiffany asked me for lunch one day and told me that Dave and her came to the decision that, even though they were exclusive, they still wanted to share benefits with me occasionally. As far as I can tell they're not in an open relationship, it's just a testament to the special friendship I had with both of them that they both felt comfortable enough to let me share in this part of their lives. As time went on, I slowly started coming over less and less often, then the pandemic hit and the visits stopped altogether, but they're still happy together and I'm happy I had a part in that. Wow. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's pretty dope, though. Like, that's dope. That's dope. I like that one. 
I like that one. A lot. Like, a lot. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Hey, I would love for me and my uh, wife or woman to always keep our, uh, you know, our side chick the same, if that makes sense. You know, it's, hey, man, I'm Haitian. I will do more than one wife. <laughs> And from the way things looking, I'm gonna be able to afford stuff like that in the near future. Ha! But anyway, yeah, man. So there you have it, people. Okay, there you have it. Let's try to stay away from the exes, the boyfriends, and I mean, if, if that person, like I said, if they're an associate, then fuck on, player, fuck on. But if if that if that's your homie, that's your brother, that's your sis, that's your that's your bestie, whatever the case may be, come on, man, respect the friendship. And respect the relationship. And on that note, my Savage X-Rated ladies and gentlemen, until next time, during the summertime, podcast, X-Rated experience, of course. (laughs) Beware. Be fair. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And as always, 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 stay savage.